Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, guy Nate Christian, Chevin Nooney, and Phil Porkman Simmons. He's slouching. You know, that's what he does. Was that his chill lean or whatever? At least he hasn't yawned yet. We're 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 off to a good start. At yeah. least. Well, I learned I right learned now. from last week, so I put myself on mute. So there we go. Respect. Thank Respect. Sean, <laughs> Sean, keep Porkman muted the entire show. That would be fantastic. We're back. Hey, hey, what you want out of prospects is you want improvement, continual improvement. And there hey, you go. we're getting that out of Porkman. Look at that week to week improvement. Yeah, I'm just really worried about the curvature of his spine with the way he's sitting in that chair. It doesn't look very comfortable. I have a nice reclined chair. I can't recline. It takes off about recline. three years. Oh, the middle of the chair. What are you doing all leaning over all wonky like that? We know he ain't going to pass the medicals. Look at that knee. Yeah, that's true. He's got, <laughs> he's got knees as bad as Jeremiah Trotter's. But um, it's mm. Hey, listen, we just want to thank everybody. Our downloads have been great. If you could be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Hit us with a review. We would love that. Um, that helps get us more promotion, get us out there. And if we do that, um, you can make me quit my job and do this full time. I don't even care. I'll do it for free right now. But <laughs> until then, we are going to talk about tight ends, everyone's favorite, and how to acquire elite ones. So uh, you don't want crappy ones. That is my specialty. We are going to tell you how to get good <laughs> tight ends on your roster. I have a feeling Not I will have trading for Jay Sternberger. <laughs> It's a good I start. A, I have a feeling I'm going to get some thrown at me in this podcast, in particular, some of the tight ends that I've liked in the past. Oh, no. Yeah, for sure. So, but let's talk about some elite tight ends. As in the past three weeks, the teams are going to start out the same. We got me and Chev to start, and then we got Nate and Pork to start, and then we are going to switch it up. So let's get into the first one. We have Kyle Pitts, the at one point supposed consensus 101 in super flex leagues or any league format. You remember hearing about that. So Chev and I have him because we traded for the 101 after we won the championship so we could get Kyle Pitts. And Nate and Pork are trying to acquire him. So, gentlemen, what is your terrible initial offer? Yeah. So, you know, we're like, we might as well grab Kyle Pitts. Why not? Why not? Right. See what happens. You know, he he fits our timeline. And we have the 104 because, you know, we didn't have the best team this year. And that's why we kind of want Kyle Pitts. You know, we have a bunch of guys just like him. We didn't score a bunch of fantasy points. So we'll give you the 104 and we'll give you Hollywood Brown. Who, hey, D-Hop's leaving. D-Hop's on his way out. Wide receiver one for your team. Not meaning very much for the the Cardinals here, though. Yeah, Who's going to throw the ball much. until like December? Yeah. David Gardner Minshew. 
Oh, I'll, Gardner Minshew would be fun. I, I, would, I, can, I would love that. Yeah, I would love to have Gardner Minshew. That'd be exactly. great. Exactly. You just know how to hit me in my soft spot, don't you? Hey, Gardner <laughs> Minshew throwing Marquise Brown sounds like a lot of fun to me. Putting my personal bias aside and thinking about what's best for my fantasy team makes me think that this probably isn't a very good deal. The 104 has some allure to it, but Hollywood Brown, do I really, Chad, do we really want Hollywood Brown? You're closer to the Cardinals than anyone here. You would know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's been a up and down season for Hollywood. There are some games where he had 10 receptions. There's a games where he had one or two receptions and he just went missing. He's just nowhere to be found. I actually don't hate this offer. I think if I got somebody a little bit more established than Marquise Brown in an offense where I could actually count on him, I think I'd be fine with the 104 and blank. I think I could be persuaded to take the deal, honestly, because the 104 in a super flex, that's going to be a good Mm -hmm. pick in my opinion. I think that's one of the top four guys. And then I think it goes down a little bit after that, but I think if you guys switch Marquise Brown out with somebody, I think I would, I think I could be moving off of Kyle Pitts. What do you say, Mike? Yeah, I'm okay with that. And, it, you know, it's one of those things where now might be the time to buy Kyle Pitts. He's probably yeah. presumed as one of the biggest busts of the 2022 season. I put yeah. him right up there with uh, Russell Wilson as a bust for me. And, you know, a guy who was kind of a bust too, Justin Herbert. And I know that sounds weird. Look at his game by game. There was a lot of times where Justin Herbert really, really let you down last year. I think a couple times he got like five points or less, which is hard if you had him and you were trying to compete, but that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about quarterbacks, just throwing it out there. Disappointed. Um, yeah. What, what kind of more established wide receiver were you thinking? Or is there another tight end? Like one that's not on this list. Maybe you had another pick on top of this, a younger guy. You know, we're we're giving you the 104. For, we're, we're, we're trying to get younger here. Right. right. Even yeah. though we're giving you the 104 because we just we really want Kyle Pitts. Um, so we might want to offload some talent. You might want fantasy points. You mean you're getting the 104, so you already got that youth that you're replacing. Mm-hmm. And we can give you fantasy points. We got somebody on our team who, you know, produces pretty well. Everyone likes this guy, but doesn't really fit our timeline. How about the 104 and Terry McLaurin? I think that's. I think that will be a good enough deal to make that work for a Kyle Pitts. Yeah. To be honest, I don't hate that. I mean, even though there's quarterback questions in Washington, Terry McLaurin's always been a consistent producer. He's always been fairly healthy. I mean, he's battled through some stuff. Yeah. Every NFL player does. Admittedly, I like that better than I like the 104 in Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I think I do too. I I don't even have a problem with Terry McLaurin. I have a problem with how everybody evaluates Terry McLaurin. Like everybody puts him in a tier, like a top 12 wide receiver in the NFL, and it just hasn't happened. I think that's my real problem with Terry McLaurin. I don't hate that though. I think that's a good deal. Kyle Pitts going into his third year, which we know is a big year for tight ends. So we could be getting off a little too early, but I think to get up the 104, which probably is going to be Jameer Gibbs or one of the quarterbacks, mm. I imagine, and get a solid wide receiver one in Washington, which they're probably looking to get a different QB. I know Sam Howell has been said to be the starter, but I'm not sure how much I believe that. Well, for reference, Terry McLaurin did finish the season as wide receiver 19. And this is in a full PPR setting, just so we could get some numbers on it. He did have 1,117 yards and he had four touchdowns, 
Does Hollywood Brown finish the season? Mm-mm. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, he missed some games though. So he did. Miss he, did. he did. You know, um, if Terry gets a couple more touchdowns, he's a he's he might he might be wide receiver, receiver one. Yeah. A, yeah, I think well. that was just a lack of lack of quarterback play. So yep. you know he's yeah. probably going to get an upgrade at that position. So I'm fine with that, even though he's a little bit older than Hollywood. I'm okay with that deal personally. Yeah, it works for me. I think that's I think it's a solid, fair deal there. And throw Kenny Yabo right. in on top of it. I'm kidding. All right, Pork, so. we got Kyle Pitts. <laughs> right, I'll take that. All right, so All hopefully day. Sean has that written down. I'm sure he does. Um, okay, great. So let me get back to it here. So let's see. Um, oh, this is going to be a tough one right here. Chev and I. This ain't happening, man. Also, I lied, go to the next guy. I lied to everybody. <laughs> We're not to this one. Today. Not Did you know that before you say the name, Pork and I went a year with trade negotiations around this guy. I'm not yeah, between the year. two of us, we took it's a year like, to f- figure out a trade. Sounds like trading with Nate. <laughs> I know, Although but I, hey, it got done. I will say this: I would rather do a year of trade negotiations with Nate than an hour of trade negotiations <laughs> with Zach. I agree. <laughs> he, I don't he know. Flew up from Miami and punched a hole in my wall. I was like, "What? What was that?" So, spaz. Anyway, so. Um, Nate and Pork, they currently roster Mark Andrews. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Nate yeah. rostering a Ravens player. Ian, Imagine that. Chev and I are going to acquire him with this deal that's an overpay. Chev, we got to stop being so generous on our first offer, man. This is some BS. We're just so, nice people. That's all I got to say. We are. We're very good people. So nice. I don't know what to say. So we're going to give them. Oh, my God, Chef. Got to stop letting you send offers. Greg Dulcich. The 2023 111 and a 24 first, which is projected to be late because our team is fire. It's very true. So, gentlemen, should we just we sign off on this? You're gonna do it, or what? What are we doing here? Yeah, I'm gonna let Nate take this one because I know this is his guy. Um, but I already know this is a, a hell no, a great deal. I become better than this. So, you guys talked about your deal first. What what happened with your guys' trade? I feel like the people would want to know after you guys just let them on there. Yeah, don't oh, leave us hanging. I, I, don't I wish I could tell you. It was it was two years ago we made the trade. It was in the <laughs> Dynasty Rewind Dynasty League, Listener League. Mm. Um, you know, I, I can find that trade for you. I'll look it up. If, I think if you can if league. you can do a better job of making a trade offer, maybe by the time you get back to me with a decent <laughs> one, I can tell you what we did. Because I'm pretty sure that was actually a pretty good deal. It might have been like a first in there or something like that. So Pork is saying that our deal is a very good deal. That's what I'm hearing right here. Late firsts? You got two late firsts in there? Like, you got to get me excited if I'm going to move Mark Andrews. You know, when you have studs, you got to get people excited to move off of them. Here's the trade. Here's the trade. Mark Andrews, 21 first and a 22 third for Kyler Murray, 21 second and a fourth. Damn. No fab? No fab. No fab on this one. All right. Got the got to do. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. What do you think of that trade? Put it down in there. Who won? Which side? Well, I'll tell you what. How about this? I know a guy. There's a guy out there. Nate wants to get a little bit younger. He wants a stud. Bonafide stud. We're just going to basically swap studs, right? What if we do the 111? Okay. And we give you Juwan Johnson, bona fide stud, gifted, gift wrapped, pretty little bow. So, chef, leftover. Left <laughs> God, boy. What you got, chef? 
I'm not yeah. like anymore. He's about to yeah. offer Jay Sternberger next. He he likes Juan Johnson. <laughs> you said he was a buy for you. Remember, you said that on this channel, on this podcast. Juwan Johnson, buy him. You said that. Sure. He's nice I did say that. I like Juwan. See, Mike, like what Juwan, did you take but... out? Did you take out or did you just add him? The 24 first. <laughs> so did you, no, our offer you got worse. worse <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to throw on like a Donovan Peoples-Jones or a Jawan Johnson on top of it. I'm not going to lie. Our offer got better for us, but it got worse for them. This is how yeah. You yeah, but my worry is, you know, Mark Andrews going in, going to be 28 next year. Do we really know if Lamar is actually going to sign back? Which I, I think Mark Andrews is okay without him, but I think it so still too. leaves some uncertainty. That's what they say. Yeah, that's they what say, that's what they say. but you never know. I they think Lamar's back, back but... for what it's worth. But let's let's take that out of the equation right now, okay? How about this? Okay, so we're gonna get let's get rid of Dulcich. Dulcich is a me guy anyway. You don't want Dulcich. We could do better than that. Say so we keep the picks in there, right? And let's upgrade the tight end position. So. Those two picks, 24 first, the 111, and Cole Komet. Ooh, see? see there, we go. there you go. See, we, we know each other all around here too well. We do. And this is why it's important, as much as I say I hate talking to league mates, this is why it's important to know your league mates because you can get things done. It's Cole Komet, the 111, and a 24 first. It's two first-round picks. Yep. You know, it's certainly a downgrade, but we're acquiring two picks. Two first-round picks. Here's what do you the think, thing. I'm just real quick. I'm looking at the way tight ends finished last year, and there's a lot of guys I finished ahead of Cole Komet that I could easily say will not do that next year. Juwan Johnson, I'd say, because there's a lot of question marks there. Taysom Hill is in front of him. Tyler Higby is getting older. And then Evan Engram, do you think he'll be tight end five again? Mm, that's, it's possible, no, probably it's not. possible, but probably not. Where he no. goes. Cole Komet finishing at tight end eleven. I see him. There's a potential where, like, we're talking type top seven ish. So mm-hmm. you're basically you're getting younger. You're still getting a top prospect here for your tight end room. We're getting older, but we want to win now. That's why we have the one eleven, not the one twelve. We we had with that missing piece. So let's do this. The, I think with the with the development of Justin Fields um, next year with his passing, I think with Komet in that offense, I think that's actually a good baseline to for a, a kind of a downgrade, but kind of saying like maybe taking like a tier or two down from an Andrews mm-hmm. to a Komet. We'll get more touchdown upside in that case uh, with Fields getting better, and we're getting the two picks on top of that. So if you're fine with that, Nate, I'm perfectly fine with taking the. Yeah, I think if, him. you know, if we're looking at, re, you know, re, retooling our roster a little bit, mm-hmm. this is a this is a great move to make, I think. I think, you know, we tear down. I like Cole Komet. I, I like him still. You know, I liked him all year. Um, and and two firsts, even though the project, you know, one's projected, one is late. Still first round picks, man. You can still get some good talent at the end of the first. You know, this year I was picking up Jahan Dotson everywhere in the first round mm-hmm. at the very end of the, the draft. Um, you know, there's, there's always talent, you know, we, we got some running backs this year that can be picked up at the one eleven. So we can do this. All right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So look at that. We just got Mark Andrews ticker tape championship raid coming your way. We'll have to do it somewhere between our houses, chef. So let's move on. Kansas? To... <laughs> 
I guess, I don't know. I was just going to put in my house and his house and draw a line and go in the middle. All right. So let's go to the next one. We, and by we, I mean, Chev and I currently roster Travis Kelsey. He's 33.3 years old. And Nate and Pork are going to try to acquire him. So, gentlemen, what you got? Pork man. What? How much Hennessy do you have when you sent this trade? You mean mute man because he's muted. <laughs> I oh, had no. about about two three shots, you know, and I, I was just looking through looking through this, and I was like, "Wow, let's just make this deal." This is our team. Where actually we have a good team. Yeah, yeah, great. We have team. a good team. And Porkman, you know, had a couple shots, you know, the other night. And he sent, he sent over, hey, he wants Travis Kelsey. He's going to give you guys Pat Fryermuth and the 108. 108. Pat Fryermuth is a stud. We all, we know Mike loves himself some Pat, Patty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just just accept the deal and uh, we can we can get moving to the next one. Chev, why don't you ed- educate these gentlemen for me? I'm going to be honest. I really don't hate it too much. If, it. If I, had I, to say so. I mean, but I, I honestly think now is the time to move on from Kelsey. I think this is a good spot for us to, to move away. Mm-hmm. 108 still it's super flex. So, I mean, there's still going to be plenty of good prospects there. Like we like Fryermuth. Is there a tight end or a player you want over Fryermuth, Mike, or where are you at? I just feel like, Look, Pat Frymuth is great. Kenny Pickett's going to keep getting better in the offense. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers always have good wide receivers, which can minimize the impact that a tight end could have. We've seen it yeah. before. Uh, and the 108, the 108, we've seen that before too, where that could be a very boomer bust pick. You never really sure. know. The fact of the matter is, um, if I'm moving someone like Travis Kelsey, I'd rather have him die on my roster than move him for a lot of uncertainty, which is what this sure. is. Whereas I like both of those things. But I want guarantees when I'm moving a player like Travis Kelsey. What if it was Goddard? Now I'm interested because we see, and this is not just my Eagles fandom speaking here. We saw that Dallas Goddard, when he was on the field, was a focal point of that offense, even with A.J. Brown, even with Devonta Smith, even Mm -hmm. with Miles Sanders rushing for over 1,000 yards, even with Jalen Hurts running. Dallas Goddard was still a focal point of the offense. So if it was Goddard in the 108, I'm all in. And again, that's not because I'm an Eagles fan. That's just me being realistic here. Except for, I don't think if we're going to give you Goddard, we're not going to give you a first round pick on top of it. Because Kelsey, Kelsey's 33 years old. Goddard's 28. Going to be 29. So Travis Kelsey. got five more years then. Not everybody's Kelsey, Nate. Let's not play that. (laughs) I mean, Travis Kelsey might have five more years too. The dude just caught (laughs) four passes for 1,300 yards. And 12 touchdowns at age 33. I mean, this That's is wild. guys amazing. And like I said, I would he's a guy where if I can't get fair value, he could die on my roster. And who care. there's nobody else to throw to really there that's just been established this season. Like Juju hasn't <laughs> been in game sometimes. I mean, Valdez Scantling, they seem like they want to give him the ball and he doesn't do crap. So I, it's literally him and Jarek McKinnon. And Noah Gray, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> right that team right now. He's there. He's just not doing it. <laughs> he's good for one catch in 24 yards. I'll call it. Yeah. He's like the Jack Stoll of uh, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> 13 personnel Jack Stoll. I mean, yeah. I just, I mean, if I'm going to give you Dallas Goddard, I think that's a straight up swap, to be quite honest, because mm-hmm. it's just getting younger. Because, you know, Goddard doesn't have Kelsey numbers, but Goddard, 
had a really good fantasy year. I mean, he missed a couple games, but if he didn't miss those games, you know, obviously he's not Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's production over the last couple of years has been just absolutely bonkers. And we keep saying, hey, this is the last year it's going to happen. I mean, it, it sounds like it's, it's probably going to happen again that. next year because he's going to keep doing it. But I don't have confidence that three years from now he's going to be doing it. I have pretty good confidence that Dallas God is going to be doing it three years from now. Now, if we're trying to you know win next year, I can see the Dallas Goddard to Travis Kelsey swap. I think we're still just fine holding on to Dallas Goddard. I don't think we need to make that move. You know, I think Kelsey's a hard guy to buy right now. Not because he's not good, not because he's not going to produce my team, but am I looking at a one-year rental? You know, he's proven us wrong each year so far. But at some point, it's got to end. I mean, whether or not he just stops being good or he decides to go out on top. You know, he he, he might be able to play for another five years. Does he want to play for another five years? With Mahomes, hell yeah, I would. I'm just saying. I mean, that guy's going to give you passes after passes, dimes after dimes, like – and I think this brings up Mike's point. Like, I'm fine with him dying on my roster now. I think like, that's it's, best, probably. It's the best case it. scenario because best. he's such a positional advantage. Like, mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard, he had a good season, probably like tight end 11, tight end 12 with the injuries, but what, maybe like 160 points, and Kelsey probably had like 250 or something like something yeah, crazy. crazy. That, that's a 100-point swing. All right, and so – I think you just have to let him die in your roster at this point. You have to. Especially with Mahomes. I mean, their contracts, I believe, are pretty close to each other ending at the same time. So it's well, just think, so hard to get rid of him. I think Mahomes has like him. eight more years left on his deal. So I don't think Kelsey's quite <laughs> that far. So here's the deal. Close. Goddard, tight end 12, missed some time. 130.6 points. Hundred. I'm sorry, 11.9 fantasy points per game. Travis Kelsey, 306.5 fantasy points in a PPR format, 19.2 fantasy points per game. It's crazy, man. So this is deal, I would just rather keep Travis Kelsey at this point. And look, this goes to show you don't have to force every deal. Sometimes Mm -hmm. no deal is the best move for both teams. So I'm not competing, though. Got to find a way. Well, then, yes, of course. Yeah, Um, because I just don't feel like. Pork and I can give you the value that you yeah. need to move sure. off of Travis Kelsey without hurting our mm. team. Sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I just I do. I do agree. All right, let's move on to the next trade we have. Let's see. So George Kittle. So Nate and Pork, they currently roster George Kittle. He's 29.3 years old, so he's getting up there as well. Um, personally, I'd rather have Kelsey than Kittle, even though he's like four years older. Kelsey's played more. He's more consistent. Kittle's always banged up. So here is our starting offer. Oh man, Chev, stop throwing out these these overpaying offers. So in a one quarterback league, we're starting ten people. We will give you the one twelve and a twenty four second for George Kittle. Deal done. Boom, gone. Bye. One fourteen. This one, this one's kind of tough because for me, I, I'm a, a, a big George Kittle fan, but at some points, I do want to offload him because of his injury history. Um, so in this case, I, I think I'm okay with this deal. I kind of maybe want like a, another, like a like a mid tier type of tight end in that deal, just to make it make it right, so it can kind of uh, fix what we got, fix what we got, just so we can continue to contend. 
Um, what would you think of Nate? Because I'm thinking I just need a, another type of tight end in this deal to make this work. Yeah, I think I think you're kind of right there. You know, I don't know if we can ask for the 112 and a second and another tight end because it's yeah, a one quarterback yeah. league. You know, um, you know the 112 isn't a ton of value. I mean, it's still a first round. I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay a first round. Yeah, I would, I would keep that 112 and probably kick that 24 second. Yeah, so, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, we could do the 112. You know, I know Mike likes Greg Dalsich, but we could try to get a guy like that off his roster. You know, maybe maybe someone slightly above Greg Dalsich level. But, you know, really, I think George Kittle, he has those big games, but – and he's, he's really shown it off recently. He's had some huge games. But I'm not sure he's a guy that I'm super excited to be acquiring. So, I, I mean, I think this is kind of good value both ways, mm-hmm. both ways. Uh, you know, this is not a tight end premium league. So I think a late first and something on top is good value. An equivalent of a second, you know, we could ask for maybe a, a downgrade at the tight end position. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm rather okay with this, the one, 112 and the 24 second. I mean, if it was like the 110, that would be even better. And if they would throw in, like, if, if they had, like, a Trey McBride, I would take that, I guess, as a throw-in type of tight end. So yeah. you're talking both picks and a Trey McBride? Yeah. I would be okay with that, Chev. He's probably on your taxi still, so. Yeah. Would you be cool with that, Chev? Yeah, I think I think it's worth it to do that. It's I'm on the same side as Nate, honestly, with George Kittle. Like, I honestly think I would want to be selling than buying at the moment. Just because mm-hmm. the uncertainty with that offense uh, moving forward, you don't know who's going to be QB. And I think he's a little bit TD dependent too. some of the games. Like if he doesn't get a touchdown, then we're looking at tight end 20 sometimes. Like he just doesn't get the ball. So I think it's a fair deal. Adding McBride, I think we can make it work. Perfect. Deal. Done. I was going to offer the 112 and Darren Waller, but guess what? You took Trey McBride instead. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, all right. So we got the last one, TJ Hawkinson, who appears to be the youngest person. I'm sorry, Kyle Pitts was the youngest. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson at 25 and a half years old. We roster him. Gentlemen, you're trying to acquire him. You are trying to acquire the guy who finished as the tight end two on the season. So sharpen your pencils, gentlemen. What do you have for us? <laughs> yeah, so we, we want TJ, and we're willing to offer you straight up the 110. Because, hey, we're a championship roster just missing a tight end. Yeah, and it looks like it's going to stay that way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love TJ Hogginson, man. The way he finished this season, like, it's a guy you have to have on your roster if you're a contender. Because we see Travis Kelsey is, like, above and beyond. But if you can have a TJ Hawkinson or – George Kittle when he's playing good like that is huge for your team and I I love what I see out of Minnesota I mean he's getting 10 targets a game like why not keep the guy Mike yeah for the 110 I mean again like Nate said before it's a late first round pick and it's still a first but it's a late first Still uncertainty with that pick. I would rather just keep TJ Hawkinson at that point. Superflex at least. I think Superflex 110 definitely adds some more value. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if even if we know we're getting like Michael Mayer, still it's going to be some time to get the TJ Hawkinson production, which could never come. You never know with these guys. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would just keep him at this point, honestly. All right. So, Pork. So we we need to add someone to the 110. And I think we can add on to the 110. You know, give him another asset, and and that should be helpful. So what about some like kind of, you know, wide receivers that we can kind of throw in there? Not quite a throw in, but a little bit more value than that. 
you know, what name off the top of my head, I don't know if you're interested in making this move, but Romeo Dubs, maybe a guy like that we're throwing in there. Um, I think we might need a little bit more because he was a little bit inconsistent um, at that case. I would probably maybe if you want to throw in like a, if we really want him, like a Brandon Ayuk, we can throw a Brandon Ayuk in the 110 for TJ Hawkinson. For, they would love that if we did that. Because if we need a tight <laughs> yeah. end for – yeah, because we're, we're, we're talking about a tight end, you know, the tight end scarcity in fantasy. We we need this, so we're going to have to pay up to get what we need. So I think if we was to throw in an Ayuk in the 110, I think they would take that. I feel like that's – unless – I mean, if this was a tight end premium, maybe we're talking something different, but – you know, I think that's a lot to give up for TJ Hawkinson for any tight end, really. Um, you know, Brandon well, I, Ayuk I, is a top guy, right? I mean, he's he's producing really well right now. Since week but five, think, he was like I a top think, ten wide receiver. Yeah. But I think pre, like, so say for instance, we we asked this if he didn't get traded with Detroit. I think the one ten for Hawkinson probably would have been like right on cue. But ever since he went to Minnesota, got them targets. But he did his value. I know his value <laughs> just not straight up. So we have to. I think we have to slightly overpay for. It. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I think, think you're right. I think we probably do. <laughs> what about maybe a, a maybe more exciting wide receiver like Wandale Robinson? More, I, I just got less excited. More excited, excited. <laughs> less chubby. Dog. Oh man! What about Isaiah Hodgins straight up for? Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> he's like exactly. What a steal! I, I just heard a TV getting ripped off the wall in Southern Florida from that one. <laughs> Oh man! Or or about a, like a Christian Kirk, maybe would that do it for you? Christian Kirk's gonna have uh, some competition next year with Calvin Ridley coming in, you know. So I like Christian Kirk, but um, that doesn't move the needle for me as much as Brandon Knight yeah. does. I I, I, I mean, I personally think they're holding out for too much value, but I'm also down on T.J. Hawkinson overall, even though he did have a really good year. I'm just Never been a huge fan of TJ Hawkinson, so I'm just going to have a bit harder time here. So, Pork, I'm going to let you lead the rest of the negotiations. Very good. <laughs> so, I, so I, I, you know, I brought up Ayuk. I know that kind of moved the needle for you guys, so you can move off of the tight end, so we can get him, so we can win more leagues. I know me and Nate like to win a lot. So, uh, will that do it for you? I'm sorry. Could you repeat it again? My mind just like stopped working. <laughs> well, the one, the one tenth, and Ayuk. For TJ Hawkinson, I'm okay with that. If Chev is, yeah, we can do that. I honestly, if Christian Kirk in the 110 was offered, I think I'd be, I could be persuaded to move off him too. I mean, Nate did say say that before. I'm thinking about a little bit more. Another year with Trevor Lawrence than the Doug Peterson system. I think I could get on board with that too. I think we could probably also do. Brandon Ayuk. If we want to center this around Brandon Ayuk, I think I think fair value would be Brandon Ayuk. And maybe like a mid second. I'll take oh, Christian man. Kirk in the one ten. Yeah, I'll take Christian Kirk in the we'll one ten. We'll do the Christian Kirk one then. All, All right. right, there we go. Winner, winner, Christian Put on the board. Dinner. So Christian Kirk dinner. Ladies and gentlemen, again, please make sure you go and leave us a raving review on Apple Podcasts because and only Apple Podcasts. I had to do it on your laptop last I checked because that is the only um, site that matters when it comes to podcast reviews, apparently. So don't forget to check out Dr. Squatch. Don't drop the soap. It's the best natural product you've ever used to clean yourself. Link is in the bio. Uh, and also 
If you're new, save 10% on orders of $20 or more. So again, links are all down below. And get ready for best ball pickums and rivals. Use the promo code Rewind on Underdog Fantasy. Get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. If you're headed to a game, go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code Dynasty Rewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Have that first stadium beer on us with your savings. And we want you to be a part of the best community in fantasy football. Become a rewinder today. Get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. Now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. We're not going to see any there. So until next time, everybody, for Bork, Chev, and Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening. 